not intoxicated could not explain his nudity. You Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Austin, Texas. Hey, guess what? What? I hit the right button and we're live for the first time in 2023. Welcome, everyone, to this, uh, I believe it's our fourth live stream of Slurptoast, the podcast. Are you playing with your light now? Yeah, but I just have a desk lamp. (laughs) (laughs) See, I was telling Steve before we went live, I got a... One of them fancy internet lights for my white elephant at work. Watch this. Woo! Yeah, that's not working for me. And we're done with that. There we go. <laughs> Fun with lights. That's our first topic. Um. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. It's been a while since we did this last. Oh, yeah, 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 Between yeah. Between the holidays and my... Now you... At home. It's been a while. So Welcome back. Okay. So, how was your holiday season? We we last spoke before Thanksgiving, I think. So it's actually since you and I even talked, it's been like two months. Uh, okay. <laughs> Going all in on the okay, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Uh, so, like I I used to work retail a long time ago, and so Christmas for yep. me is always you've got like you know thanksgiving and then christmas music and then christmas movies and decorations and lights and it builds it builds it builds it builds and then you have christmas and like the next day it's like tear it all down guys put it back in the boxes (laughs) we're putting it back on the shelf christmas is over we'll give you three days leeway yeah but you need to have this down (laughs) before we break it all at new year's um Uh, yeah yeah and so uh, there's there's just that monumental like build 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 and then boom over and uh, i've never never liked that that over part (laughs) (laughs) well it does it's it's all rush 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 and thanksgiving is even worse because it's like you don't even get to really finish you know celebrating that before it's okay let's put up christmas or or hanukkah if you celebrate the festival of lights yeah but exactly in that yeah and then there's like all the Hallmark movies and then it's just, it's like, and, and it, you work, you have Christmas parties and then clients bring you gifts. And so there's just like this whole kind of like, oh man, it's everybody loves everybody this time of year. I forgot what a bastard you were. Ah, and then the bottom <laughs> drops out um, a couple days. Yeah. You know, December 25th, you open all your gifts, December 26th, you just kind of sitting around going, oh, got to put all that shit away. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was I, Laura actually let me make it all the way to New Year's this year. I think uh, I think the dog helped that out in her in her final days. There was other things on the plate, mm-hmm. so I got. But boy, uh, New Year's Day and uh, the second because we were both off. It was like it's all got to come down. So, um, and there's a story associated with that, but it's all in the garage on the piano and on the dining room table because that's as far as we got. <laughs> but it's it's down. I it's took down. down the outside stuff. I unplugged the lights, waiting for the guy to come take them off the eaves. And and that's it. Boom. It's over. Done. Adios. I, dismant- I dismantled our new plastic reindeer, so I've got a box full of venison for next year. Nice. I bought a, a – I had an old 
fake Christmas tree in the basement. Mm -hmm. And it's like mm, 15 years old, maybe, maybe, well, maybe 20 years old. Um, and you look at it and the needles would fall off of it, you know? <laughs> right. And so, <laughs> so I got a new Christmas tree at Walmart, uh, for 22 bucks. It was 75% off. Nice. So that was, that was a win, but I decided I would be somewhat responsible and I took all the Christmas lights off of the pre-wired tree, you know, as opposed to just throwing them in the trash. Right. And, um, well, there was a lot more tree left on the floor when I was done <laughs> than the Christmas lights. <laughs> <laughs> Started yanking out branches, did you? No, no. I went through and I unclipped every one and I cut all the oh. wires and stuff. But the, 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 the fake pine needles kept dropping off. I, I vacuumed them all up. Then I had to wait for static electricity to maybe dissipate. So because you like run it over and they would like all stick to the, the top of the, the vacuum cleaner. They'd like suck up there and then you'd knock them down and now they're sticking to you and you're doing this and now they're on your shirt and know that you're just like, yeah, to hell with this. I'm buying a new tree. <laughs> and it's going to be more fake than this one. It's going to be hard plastic. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we bought a new one. <laughs> we had we've gone through I think uh, three of the pre-lit ones now over the years, and the <laughs> we bought this new one a couple of years ago, and it's a nice tree. It's held up well so far. And I was our our star is so heavy, I have to zip tie it to the pole. <laughs> and when <laughs> when I went to clip the <laughs> clip the edge of the the very. <laughs> First year we had it, we just put it up. I went to clip that zip tie, and I clipped the lights. Clip! <laughs> and my whole family was ready to run me out. Of, like, it's two wires. Give me five minutes. This and is some not electrical the end of this tape and some chewing gum. <laughs> I, some, I need, need, need the wire cutters, the wire strippers, and some tape. We're good. This is fine. And, and I had it lit back up. We've never had another problem. But yeah, I, I clipped the brand new tree. That was... That was uh, a new Christmas level. For me. <laughs> hey, did I put your social up there right? Yeah. Hey, yes. look at that. I'm trying some things for the new year. That'll so, work. Um, That'll that work. way, maybe, because we're still big in France. I, I caught the website up. That was my big win. I figured out why the website wasn't up. Okay. It was a plug-in that was defaulting and throwing the whole thing off, so I disabled that. Popped right up. Um, Got all the entries in for the episodes that weren't on there. I uh, got the last episode up, got an entry oh, for it. We are the website is completely current. I even posted nice. a Monday meandering one day. I'm gonna try and do some more because we can do other content on there if you want to. So okay. Good to know. So um yeah, so the website, as it says down there at the bottom, is all current. And it looks like <laughs> the 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 shots on there look like a who's who of 70s TV right now. We got a picture of Bruce Boxleitner, Robert Urich, Gabe Kaplan, and Gordon Jump all on the front page. So <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely showing our age. Uh, um, yeah. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you've got Marla Gibbs. That's oh, that's right. I forgot. I put Marla up there too. Yeah. Yeah. It was, so yeah. Um, all the good stuff's up there. Um, so you went to St. Louis or no, where did you go for Christmas? Oh yeah. We did go to St. Louis. Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. Like the freeway. Actually it was weird. We went out there like Saturday morning. There was like no cars on the road. 
Oh, really? It was. It was. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was uh, a pleasant surprise. Not like I was awake for most of it, but anyway, you know, there was like no Were cars. You driving? No, 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 no. Okay, no. good for you. I mean, you know, those aren't mutually exclusive. No, no. Uh, you know, Kristen got the new car this year, and it's like I can say things like, "Well, I, I think I need an oil change," or "Oh, I, uh, I just don't want to drive." Uh, so <laughs> there we go. When we drive to All Denver right. to see my parents, then we'll do that. But uh, so yeah, we went to St. Louis. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. You know, drove out Friday, came home Monday. Okay. Sorry, I just noticed something looked to be askew. Sorry. I, uh, shoot, I just realized what I should have done with your list that I made. Uh, I should have done it as a pop-up graphic. I'll try to do that the next time we do something like that. But I've, I have it loaded, so don't worry. Um, cool. So the other part of the um, the story I was going to tell you, um, I don't remember why I was going to tell you, but it's on my list. So um the boys are home from college right so they uh-huh. both have have jobs connor's doing fulfillment at target and jack got hired back on at home depot where he worked over the summer to do fulfillment for them great okay. all going well jack gets a call monday morning we're overstaffed you're cut for the rest of the of the time the holiday okay yeah apparently they don't need as much fulfillment right now at home depot as they thought they did so so through no fault of his own he's out of right. a job so I had a bunch of filing out here in the garage that needed shredding. And we have I have the old store shredder, the big industrial shredder out here. So oh, good, like, okay. good. Yeah, yeah. So that, this is how we got sidetracked from getting all the Christmas stuff put away. That's what it was. This and is shredding. Thought, huh? Shredding everything. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's out here for a couple of hours. And then he comes in. Um, I need your help. I got to jam the shredder. Okay, no big deal. It happens, right? I come out here. The dumb man. I told him. I said, congratulations. You've made the podcast. Um <laughs> You know, they all have a limit. Somehow he wasn't paying attention and he took a folded sheath of documents and fed it in fold first. Oh, that's not going to work. No, and it's not going to come out either because I spent two hours trying to get it out. (laughs) I'm going to have to throw away the shredder because I cannot get the paper out of the shredder. I dismantled everything. I... I, I, He wanted to try to like drill holes in it. Not a bad idea because it was so compact. Broke off the drill holes in the... And the paper. Oh, oh we broke the drill bit. <laughs> That's how packed it was. We broke a drill bit off. Uh, let's see. I sprayed it all with WD-40 thinking, oh, am I going to loosen it up? Nope. That just made it more of like, uh, that just made yeah. it brickier. So then I'm like, well, it's, it's saturated with WD-40. Give me a lighter. <laughs> and I set it on fire. Sort of. And then that about work? that time, Laura walked out here and goes, why does it smell like smoke? Because we're trying to burn the paper out. You're a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, but I'm going <laughs> to... Two hours later, I'm still fucking around with this. And she goes, it's time to call it. I go, I know, I know, I know. But damn it, that's a really good shredder. <laughs> I can't afford to replace that with one just like it. Oh, um, no. Because you, you had the industrial shredder. I, I have yeah. like the um, the little the little one you buy at Target. Mm-hmm. And you have to stop like every 30 minutes because it overheats. <laughs> That's it. It's right here. The, the the former shredder is right there. Ah, oh, there we go. And it is. You can probably see the, the burn marks there. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that, that's got to be disposed of now. So in, so now he's doing DoorDash. <laughs> oh, okay. Started How is that, that working to, out for uh, Well, he started today. Um, okay. He applied 
like as soon as he found out the depot didn't need him, he applied. It took him, I guess, forty eight hours to get back to him. But as soon as they got back to him, he he made some deliveries at lunch, and he's back out there tonight. So good for him. Okay then. So yeah. How long are they off for? Uh, too damn long. Um, they're off for like another week, week and a Ooh. half. Yeah. Yeah, but see, DoorDash, that's a life skill he can take with him back to college. Yeah, no, he's already talking about maybe like on the weekends picking up some, just going to run some. I mean, why the hell? I mean, if that had been a, an opportunity when we were at that age, I'd have sure as hell done that. It can't be any worse than the people who are bringing me food now. You know? <laughs> well, apparently he got bonus tipped because he showed up with his uh, bad religion t-shirt onto a house of a girl with... Uh, with a nose ring. Daddy going, issues. Yeah. yeah, probably. And she likes his shirt, so she gave him an extra tip. So anyway, um, so so far, so good, I guess. Yeah. I guess you just got to maybe pick those neighborhoods out. You know, <laughs> I want, I want, I'll take the ones that are still weird. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently they have certain hot spots where you go where the orders come into. Because like mm-hmm. we have at the top of the hill, we have some restaurants there. Mm-hmm. And so he went up there to pick some up and then they sent him down to Dripping Springs, which is the next little town down the road, which is about seven miles. And he said, there's not one of the hot spots down there, but he had to go pick a pickup down there at the Taco Bell and deliver Taco Bell to somebody. So, man, if I don't know if you're having Taco Bell delivered, you're not living right. <laughs> or your Hunter Roberts. Or your Hunter Roberts, yes. <laughs> and you're too busy painting your nails to go <laughs> to the Taco Bell. <laughs> Um, so Listen and, to Taylor Swift paint your nails, <laughs> realize that you haven't eaten in three days. So and you sleeping. call it Taco Bell, and even though son, you work at a bakery. And my son shows up for reasons <laughs> we don't understand. Um, <laughs> in a bad religion t shirt, <laughs> the and circle Hunter of life delivers, yeah, 10 minutes of stand up on him, tells him about <laughs> they stole a Dodge Neon. <laughs> Oh, I'm kind of liking the light. Look at your soulless dead eyes <laughs> of the rearview mirror. <laughs> oh, that is a good bit. I won't lie. Um, no, he, he and he sells it well. Yeah, I'm gonna actually see if that's online and link it in the show notes if we if we can find it. Um, yeah, because that's Cause funny. How, I, I was gonna say, I, I think I saw it on Facebook. So yeah, he's probably I'm sure. got it. he's got to have it out there somewhere. Oh, it's somewhere. I can find it. Yeah. And I thought I had the connectivity issues resolved. We'll see how it goes tonight. I, I like not long after the last podcast, I installed a mesh Wi-Fi in the house. Nice. Been going gangbusters, and it crapped out overnight. <laughs> There's literally a, one of the one of the stations is sitting like right there. It was green yesterday. It's red today. I spent the last hour and a half trying to get the main one to come back online. I it, I don't know what happened. It just was. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It's been working fine until I needed it to not not be fine or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good times. Been there. All of mine always happens at work. <laughs> I had one guy who was oh, yeah. telling me, he goes, he goes, the internet doesn't work in this building. And I'm like, really? And he goes, yeah, where's the Lyris hotspot? I go, right over your head. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good feeling, isn't it? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the few good feelings we've had at work in the last couple of weeks. Uh-oh. Things going poorly again? 
eh, you know, cyclical. Uh, we're coming up on the fifth anniversary of the stroke. And what I've noticed is that the anxiety jumps up sooner and sooner. <laughs> and we've lost connectivity. No, we're back. We're back. Okay. Okay. I've got no picture. There we go. It'll come back. We're back. Okay. So, yes, fucking mesh Wi-Fi. I was ready for this shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. You just need some. So, anniversary of the stroke. And... Yeah. So, you get anxious. I get anxious about it. And, and, and like, you know, you That's know, fair. patterns repeat. repeat. And somebody comes to your office and says something to you, and you're just kind of like, oh, my God, flashback. This is the one that, that put me over the edge. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Where's that alcohol I have stashed in the back of the office? Which is a weird moment when you say something like that and five people go, well, I've got a bottle of tequila back here. I've got vodka. I've got this. I've got, it's like, you got a man, full bar spread out around the office. Yeah. If I was in that building alone at night, I could get so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> They'd just find me on Monday morning, passed out in the lobby. <laughs> Get off my lawn! <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> I don't use that one very often because it's so long. Well, um, and then like the day before we left for break, um, it's when it was like minus five and all that. Mm -hmm. So we had a water line break outside of the building. And as I come in one day, you know, it's a step on the step on uh, agua it, it, you know, oh, no. everywhere. You're like, what? <laughs> in la cocina, agua, oh, everywhere. Yeah, two of the pipes, there's a um, uh, uninsulated uh, mop sink room. Mm -hmm. And these pipes didn't just like crack. They like looked like they were, you know, shot open with a 22 at point blank. Wow. Just blown out. Yeah. I'm standing there as water is coming out of the wall under the baseboards and going, I, I, I know there's a cutoff for this stuff back here somewhere. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I need Where to find it that? soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which of course is like uh, three rooms away and up in the ceiling. And the ceilings in there are like 18 feet. Cause oh, that's a good place for it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I, Frank's like, here it is. And you're climbing up there and you're like, yeah, we're never going to find that. We were just going to flood the whole place <laughs> <laughs> before we found it. But uh, yeah, so that was exciting. So somebody goes, well, did you get everything done you wanted to do today? I'm like, not even close. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> when, when I had the store, we, uh, we shared a wall with Subway. And their mm -hmm. ice machine was chronically backed up. And I was forever mopping up that corner by the front door where it would back up through the wall under the baseboard. Oh. And nobody uh, in the, you know, had any authority to talk to me and the owner would never call me back. So whatever. What you do then is just go over there and you, you, you pull the plug out. And then you cut the plug so they can't plug it back in. <laughs> I mean, it comes Problem to me then. Solved. Yeah. Damn it. I should have called you in as a consultant. Yeah. Well, but you know, I, I, I do. Take and then you would have said this. That ain't going to go unpunished. <laughs> Hot 
times, baby. Hard times. I have a whole bunch of dusty clips uh, <laughs> saved on Instagram from No Context Dusty that I'm going to add to the board. Uh, nice, I've been nice. stockpiling them. And I actually have a new uh, intro started, a new theme song. Connor gave me another song. It's a little more metal for the opening. Okay. All and right. so that's the one thing I didn't get done was I was going to have a new opening for the new year, but it'll be for uh, episode two of 2023. So you were very ambitious. I watched... there was just things I needed to get done. I okay. oh, you want to go ahead? What did you do? I was going to say you were ambitious. You got things done. I watched a dozen Liam Neeson movies. Look at that! <laughs> like I knew you were going to say that. We segued into that nicely. <laughs> nicely done, sir. You're getting really good at this. Oh, so, yeah. okay. So let's talk about this. We'll call it a project. Uh, it's either that or some sort of masochistic streak you've got. So why? Why? Why 12 well, Days of Liam? Okay. So, this was actually my wife's question, by the way. <laughs> why? Why? So, so um, okay. It, Thanksgiving, the Hallmark Channel fires up, you know, the... 50 million movies with the same plot you know the girl which if you think about it, it's really sexy because here's a girl career girl she goes out to new york or the city and she's a semi-professional she's about to make it big she's going to deliver the big presentation win the client but no she goes back home and marries the coffee shop guy which is like a huge step down from whatever her dream was and i, I honestly find those movies to be uh sexist and um, I think damaging to women. So yeah, yeah it's terrible. It's a terrible model. And if it were like on any um, any other self-respecting channel, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't really understand how we got to the need for a year-round seasonal movie channel. I it may be time to like dial back the number of channels we have access to, but that's just me. That could be it. Now. So, uh, so I have a friend, she's an actress. She's actually a um, sister of a friend of mine who collects Funko. And okay. last time I, we caught up with her at San Diego, she was talking about doing a lifetime movie. And so my first question, of course, yeah. yeah. My first question, of course, is so how were you abused? Um, <laughs> but she talks nice. about the prime. Yeah. Nice. I guess. So was it physical or mental abuse? Um, She's like, neither. She actually, she's 33 and she played like the bad high school girl who was tormenting the main character whose father was cheating on his mother. I, it, she went into some of the details and you're just like, yeah, I'm not listening anymore. Um, <laughs> you lost me. But yeah, but she talked about just sort of the, the meat grinder process of these Hallmark or Lifetime movies. And she even said, she goes, if you get one, you pretty much know what you're walking into. It's long days, single or two, you know, one or two takes and just move on. It's just grind them out, grind them out, grind them out. And she said she actually made money doing voice work for like one episode of uh, a TV show, an animated show. than she did on the, the two or three weeks that she was on this uh, movie shoot. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. So, so how did night, that tie back into the 12 Days of Liam? I'm going to put you back on track. Okay. So it, it goes like this. Netflix, recommended for you. And I swear to God, it was Taken, <clears throat> Taken 2, Taken 3, and then like four other Liam Neeson movies. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah? What have you been I watching? I will take that challenge. 
I don't know. That was a thing. I was like, I will take that challenge. Boom. Honest thief. Let's go. All right. And oh, it was terrible. What was that? Honest thief? Look at that. Honest thief. Hey. <laughs> Tell me about. Okay. Here's what I noticed when you sent me the list earlier. Yeah. Uh, and I noticed also when I was entering them into the graphics machine, um, they almost make a sentence one. Um, and two. <laughs> the and honest two, thief walks amongst tombstones. <laughs> yeah. Memory unknown. Memory and walk among the tombstones. The Actually, one of the better series. ones. Yeah, uh, I will get to that because I want to ask about that. Okay. One. Anyway, so you started with Honest Thief. Why? Why Honest Thief? I don't know because it was like it. It sounded. It sound. It didn't sound like Taken. That's why. Okay. You know. Don't they all sound like honest, Taken? Well, because like every other description sounds like Taken. You know, <laughs> he plays a blankety blank bent on revenge for his blankety blank's murder. It's, it's a hallmark movie for dudes there you have it that's about <laughs> right yes absolutely <laughs> if it's so, if it's january it's time for a liam neeson holiday movie <laughs> that's right so so yeah so you're like you read the description like an honest thief uh he's a thief and he wants to go legit but some cops are you know putting a squeeze on him and he has to fight for his his honor right to party like i don't right to party Yes. And so you watch it and you're like, wow, that was really bad. Um, Because okay. it's like the plot was just sort of, eh, you know, performances were kind of, eh. Um, it just, it just was nothing. So then you're like, okay, fine. I'm going to watch another one. <laughs> I bet I know. Was it, was it, nope, not, I jumped no, ahead. Wasn't Sorry, that one. No, jumped it was ahead. this one. It was, it this was. One. and that one was fucking terrible. <laughs> As I told my wife, she goes, why are you watching this? I go, I don't know, because I don't even care about the plot. The plot is so pointless and so stupid. And so, you know, he's a fixer for the FBI. Is that a job? Is that really? I mean, yes, it's a movie job. You know, it's like George <laughs> well, Clooney. Sure. Yeah. It's like uh, the FBI needs fixers. I mean, can't they just call the CIA? <laughs> okay. All right. So this is the one because when you started this out, I know I made some suggestions and our buddy John Morehouse made some suggestions. <laughs> and you mentioned that you had watched one where he was uh, opposite Aiden Quinn. This appears to be that movie. I'm looking no, it up as we go there's along. There's two. There's Aiden two with Quinn. Aiden Quinn? <laughs> so that's black light. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Now, Sidebar, what the hell happened to Aiden Quinn? Because he was poised in the mid 80s to be something. Uh, and then I, I don't know heavy. what I, <laughs> I'm looking at the other folks that, that appear in this movie. Uh, the chick from Umbrella Academy who has the vocal powers. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. One of the oh, inmates yeah, yeah. from Orange is the New Black. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. and that's all I can help with because I don't recognize any of the rest of these people. Even like the downstream guys who you can use, go, oh, I know that guy. I got nothing yeah, on the rest nothing, of this cast. Nothing. All right. It's one perfect. of those where there's like 15 production companies. You know, it's a studio <laughs> canal production of a of a Joe Blowski film. They all, they all threw 20 bucks in. Exactly. Like, you know, they, they strung together, you know, two dozen finances. It's like the producers made a movie. It was Blacklight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so that one was. Let's... So now I'm losing faith in my 12 days of Liam idea after this one. Uh -huh. So I try, I try memory. Look at that. That's like hey. I knew you were going to say that. So memory, he is an assassin 
who is going to get I got an news. idea. I got an idea. You name the t- you name the movie, I'll read the IMDb description. Okay, memory. So this is the one I saw. Okay. That was the next uh, memory. one. Memory. An assassin for hire finds that he's become a target after he refuses to complete a job for a dangerous <laughs> criminal organization. Mm-hmm. Guy Pierce is okay. in that. Yes, he which is. Which is interesting because he doesn't put post-it notes on everything, but he writes it all on his arm. And it was like, whoa. What? Does he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Liam Neeson's writing things on his arm. That's a good thing he's a tall fella because he's got a lot of arm to cover. <laughs> Man. But yeah, so that's the Guy Pierce movie. And it was not good. It was but, okay. of, but of the three so far, which one was your favorite? I'm going to go with memory just because of the symmetry of Guy Pierce playing against a guy who's losing his mind. Okay. All right. We can go so with that. All right. You're ready. Yeah, for- so you've got Guy Pierce yep. memento to Liam Neeson's memory. I'm sure there's some sort of weird space. <laughs> You're stretching connection. and I appreciate the try. Okay. Yeah. So after memory, we went with unknown. unknown. So unknown. What? You're going to do the, the plot. Yeah. When a okay. man awakens from a coma only to discover <laughs> that someone has taken on his identity, he teams up with a young woman to prove who he is. My best movie yes. tone voice. There we go. Uh, Aiden Quinn. That's Yes, I see Quinn that. One. And January so Jones. One, January. This one's not bad. Okay. So here's the plot. He's a doctor. He's going to a conference. He leaves his passport at the airport. He goes back to retrieve it, gets into a car accident, ends up in a coma. Wakes up, kind of figures out where he's supposed to be, goes to find out there's his wife, but now she's with Aiden Quinn, and Aiden Quinn knows all the answers about this guy's life. And there's even pictures of Aiden Quinn and the wife, and he does not understand how this happened. Then some assassins try and kill him, and it turns as out, do. as they'll do, and it turns out Frank Lagella shows up, you automatically know he's the bad guy because he's Academy never, Award winner Frank Academy Langella. Award winner Frank Langella shows up. He's yeah, the he's good definitely guy. the bad guy. Yeah, he's the doc. He's he's Liam's friend, and then what it turns out is that Liam is an assassin, and part of this cabal of assassins that include Aiden Quinn, his wife, and Frank Langella, and they are setting up this theft hit. And the backup plan was if something happened to Liam, Aiden Quinn would step in and they wow. all had similar credentials. That's why he would produce all these photos of him and his wife and why he was freaking out. And of course, okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. And of course, the big fight scene, he then does remember he has a special set of skills <laughs> and starts killing a bunch of people. <laughs> So that one was actually pretty good. We'll give that one the best of the batch. Are you a soldier? <laughs> Are you an errand boy? Either a seven. <laughs> All right. The next one I'm legitimately curious about, and I'll tell you why when we get there. All okay. right. So your next one was a walk, walk among, among the, the tombstones. Yes. Uh, hold on. I just, it went away. Hold on. Uh, private investigator Matthew Scudder is hired by a drug kingpin to find out who kidnapped and murdered his wife. Yes. Um, and actually, that one's pretty good. It's a little noirish. You've got David Harbour in there as the bad guy who is part of a sadomasochist uh, gay serial murdering couple. Okay. Okay. 
And he's actually not the worst of the pair. It's the other one who's really, really jacked up. Okay. Um, so that one actually is really good. Is, is I, I was I'll, I'll, I've I'll, been reading the me, books in really the series. Back. Oh, there's a what's there's that? There's a series of film. There's yeah, a there's like books. Yeah, Matthew Scudder. Uh, he's less. Uh, he's much less formal uh, about his doings in the books than like he refuses to call himself a private investigator. Mm -hmm. He just does favors for cash. Yes, and he does that in the uh, movies. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, they start in the seventies and run. I'm, I'm like five or six in. I read them, you know, every once in a while when I'm looking for something, I'll pick one up because they're, you know, they are they are pulpy noiry. Um, he drinks a lot. He wanders around yep. New York a lot. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, so I was actually I was legitimately curious about uh, about this one. I like that one. That one was good. Okay, I've been waiting till I get to that book before I watched it. So, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, so that then, was one of those where you're like, "Hey, that's actually pretty good," and and somehow managed to fit that in between special set of skills movies. So, <laughs> and then we have one of the two that you watched that I've seen. Dun, 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 dun. Horrible wig. I mean, he's wearing oh, like this. Yes. Yeah, ho that horrible Lego plastic man it's hair. Like they <laughs> George Papard and shellacked it to his head. Yeah, he does. And now that I think about it, he does look like a Lego man. That he has that kind of hair, the comb over hair. Isn't he one of the voices in the Lego movie? Yes, he is. I think he's so. The maybe he was psycho. Uh, you're right. Yeah. So maybe he was just practicing. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, I've so seen this one. Go ahead. That was I'm not going to read the description of the A team because if you're listening to us and you don't know what the A team is, change the channel. Yes, and you know the narration—they're framed for a crime they didn't commit. There, you have a problem. Home. If no one yes. else can help, and if you can <laughs> find them, maybe you can hire the A team. Yes, exactly. That's like the first time that has been ever appropriate ever. <laughs> So yeah, that was just that was fun, stupid fun. That's yeah, it really is. I mean, and it's so many people you can tell enjoyed the TV show growing up because Bradley. There's no reason for Liam Neeson to be in it. There's no reason for Bradley Cooper to be in it. There's no reason for John Hamm to be in it. I exactly. Mean, oh yeah, and he's yeah. only in it for a few minutes at the end. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. Um. I loved Rampage Jackson as B.A. Baracus when that movie. Perfect, okay, I think yes. I saw this. Perfect. I think I actually saw this one in the theater. And then I watched it I with the boys too. one night. Um, and then they would refuse to watch the TV show after I showed them the movie. So I did that backwards. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought um, I thought uh, Rampage was great as B.A. And, oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, all right. Hold on. So that one was a good one. one. That was a good one. Um, let's see. Oh, Gerald McCraney was in that. I forgot. Yes, as the bad guy. <laughs> he does the heel turn, you know. <laughs> yes, that's right. He takes off his little Panama hat, puts on uh, his black cowboy hat. Something like that. <laughs> 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 Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. getting that. There we go. All yes. right. So here's our next choice in 12 Days of Liam. It was Cold Pursuit. This has one of my favorite descriptions of all time. And I remember when okay. this one came out because Jack wanted to see it. And we never got to it. A grieving snowplow driver seeks out <laughs> revenge against the drug dealers who killed his son. Yes. Yes. Laura Dern, Academy Award winner. Laura Dern. 
who, who's in it for like five minutes. Lord Dern got to eat. Um, that one, I do believe, was meant to be like a Laplander dark comedy. It, it was directed by a Swede or a Finn or a Ouija or something. <laughs> a, a Ouija? Um, uh, Norwegian, yeah. Ouija. Okay. <laughs> I went to the Scandinavian <laughs> school, so. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, you lost me on that one, but I got you. I'm yeah, back. So Ouija's. Anyway. Yeah. Um, because like, so every time a bad guy gets killed, they then cut to a title card that lists the actor's name and then the guy he played. What? Oh yeah. Yeah. So it starts off and you know, it's kind of slow. Okay. He's I'm seriously snow- interested in this now. Go ahead. You've got me. He, he literally is a snow driver, right? Mm-hmm. And is <laughs> apparently and, a better one he, than Jeremy Renner, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, too soon. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, about the same. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but he he lives in this apparently alpine town three hours north of Denver, which I'm not exactly what? sure how that worked out. Denver is the major American city, but the town has a very, very like Scandinavian name. And it's just kind of like, it's just, you're sitting here going, obviously that they could have substituted Stockholm uh oslo uh i'm running out of sweet at copenhagen maybe okay um amsterdam he, nope that's too far amsterdam, south that's too far south so anyway he's a snowplow driver his kid works at the airport his kid steals some drugs from the bad guy in denver who is trying to cut in on the indian reservation the, the the native tribe that is currently running the coke trade up in of the mountains of, of colorado and so that ultimately ends up with a showdown between the bad guys out of Denver and the guys from the res. And because they do a title card, every time one of the bad guys buys it, mm-hmm. they have a huge shootout at one spot and the title card pops up and it's got like 15 names. on. It. <laughs> okay. We have to watch this movie. This sounds insane. It's, it's kind of slow. That's why, it, but it is when you kind of get into that, the, the the bad guy out of Denver is completely over the top. You know, the 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 Indians are, you know, one guy said, you know, I, I should have opened a casino like my brother instead of the drugs. Um, <laughs> but the last scene is like one of the Indians, for whatever reason, goes like skydiving in the mountains. And I'm not sure what happens, but Liam Neeson, everybody's dead. He's got his revenge. He just gets back in the snowplow and goes to work. And as he's driving away, he's got the the bad guy, Indian, who's got the gun on him, right? Mm -hmm. And now they've all kind of mellowed out. They're just driving along. And in the distance, you see the guy who's doing the the parachute thing. Mm -hmm. And he's coming in, and he's coming in, and he's coming in. And he lands in front of the snowplow. The snowplow kicks out a river of blood and parachute. One last title card. <laughs> okay, I'm definitely watching this now. You've, you've sold it. Um, uh, so far, this is the one I'm watching. It's. It, I don't know. I, I think if there's like a little bit more Guy Ritchie-ness to it, it, it right. kind of looked like a, a poor man's Fargo kind of a thing might be the best way it's like it's like a, a low-end cohen uh, cohen brothers yeah that aspires to be but 
I actually enjoyed it because those little touches just kind of took it someplace that you weren't expecting. So it wasn't right. taken. It was just strange. <laughs> so so we're at those so A-team first or is Walk Among the Tombstones first? Uh, tombstones, I'll go with first. Tombstones. Then is it A-team? A-team. Mm -hmm. Then this one? Uh, this one actually... No, though I think the one after this is goes before Cold Pursuit. Okay. okay. So, but so far of what we have yeah. so far. Okay. All right. Well, we'll go to the next one then. That's a good segue. Under Very, suspicion. Yep. You don't read this. Okay. Hold He's on, a detective hold on. who's been wronged. <laughs> no way. Brighton, England, 1959. Disgraced cop turned private detective Tony Aaron falsifies adulteries for use as evidence in divorce cases. He involves his wife. Oh, this one's long. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Go ahead. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's just like three paragraphs long on that one. This one's okay. older. This one's older. It's older. This is pre-taken. Like, yeah, this is like an early one. Um, the chick from um, Just Shoot Me. Yeah, Laura San Giacomo. She's in it. This was apparently an attempt at her having a serious acting career. This she would have been right off. after uh, Sex, Lies, and Videotape for her. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, anyway. He's a detective who does gins up adultery. You know, he, he goes and does one of these adultery cases because adultery, it, it's, it's Ireland, right? The only way you can get a divorce is if you have proof of adultery. So he sets it up, takes some pictures, gets somebody to witness, and the guy gets a divorce and everybody lives happily ever after. Goes in to do it, and the people that he's, he's set up are murdered. Oh, Jesus. Murdered. And it turns out he used his wife. Murdered? So his wife Murdered. So now the wife is dead. The guy she was fooling around with is a famous artist who's married to one woman having an affair with um, Just Shoot Me Lady. And it all looks like Liam is the bad guy who actually um, shot the couple. And uh, he was a famous artist, and he he would put his thumbprint in the paintings to prove it was real. And he had all these unfinished paintings. So if somebody murdered him and took his thumb, they could basically go and authenticate all these artworks and make a, a fortune. So Liam is on death row. He's about to be hung for it. His buddy shows up. He finds evidence, the guy's thumb, in the the girlfriend's apartment whatever saves liam puts the girl into jail and then at the end liam immigrates to miami where it turns out he actually did do the murders oh twist <laughs> uh -huh. and set up the girlfriend and because he had a side deal with the ex-wife and so okay that one Twisty. actually is very twisty, liked it better than Cold Pursuit. So that was a good one. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about the next one. See, see how it fares. Okay. The commuter. commuter. That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> about that? An insurance salesman slash ex-cop is caught up in a life-threatening conspiracy during his daily commute home. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, wow. So imagine oh, this Hey, Mike Ehrman trout in this. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Okay. So that one is, it's terrible. It just, <laughs> I mean, it is. It's, it's, it's just, just, 
is awful. It's Passenger 57. It's um, any one of those genre movies where the cop or the ex-cop finds himself on some sort of enclosed traveling vehicle and then has to solve like a murder mystery in real time. And, you know, anyway, it's basically the next film on the list in a train. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember the next one. So let's go ahead. And it's nonstop. Now that's commuter on a plane. <laughs> yes. With Academy Award winner, Julian Moore. I remember when this one came out. An air marshal springs into action during a transatlantic flight after receiving a series of text messages demanding $150 million into an offshore account or someone will die every 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Every 20 minutes. Every 20 minutes. I want to know who his provider is that he's getting text messages on a transatlantic flight. Well, it's a government phone. So okay. there you go. But there you phone. have it. Yeah, but so it but what that description fails to mention is that he is an alcoholic who lost his daughter. <laughs> he can't keep up with daughters. That's you could just quit having them, Liam, because they'd never <laughs> no kids for Liam, they don't survive. Uh, but on the other hand, he does avenge all their deaths. <laughs> And he's and he's making time with lots of Academy Award winning ladies. So I mean, make yes, he that. is. So yeah, that one's that one's commuter on a plane. It was stupid. It, I mean, it just it, just vapid. Okay, uh, you, okay. So we're, realized... we're that's, that's ten in. At what point did you want to just like put a bullet in your mouth? Right there. Okay. <laughs> After nonstop. After I sure did gonna... nonstop and commuter back to back. <laughs> Now, I did memory and sure unknown were... back-to-back, which was like, I think I'm watching the same movie. I'm not sure. <laughs> I actually had to go back and remind myself of the plot of Blacklight because I couldn't remember it, <laughs> even though I'd I think, seen it only 10 days before. <laughs> I think that's the plot of uh, the next one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> are you ready for the next one? Yeah. I've seen this one. Mm-hmm. This is Dark a classic. That is man. a classic. I'm not reading yeah. the description because, again, if you don't, if you're listening to us and you've not seen Dark Man, you're on the wrong show. Mm-hmm. So Sam Raimi uh, directs a superhero movie. Um, I guess with whoever... two-time Academy Award winner Frances McDormand. Yes, <laughs> in, a, in an early role. Early. She was. You know what else she was in? We I watched a while back, and this is sidetracks. This, but, uh, did you ever see Lone Star? It came out in like '96. Chris I think Cooper. So. It's yeah. like a murder mystery on the border. McConaughey was in it. Chris Christopherson. Yeah. Francis McDormand is in that. She's Chris Cooper's crazy football, crazy ex-wife. And, and I had told, I watched it with Connor and I told him he was in it. And I had no recollection of her being in it whatsoever. And it was obviously before the first Oscar, before she became you know, <laughs> Francis McDormand, but yeah, the same thing. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Um, it was kind of weird because I was like, a lot of times I'll read the Wikipedia entries that give you like the, the, the history, you know, the, right. the casting and all that. Uh, so Darkman is is whatever studio made it. They were trying to capitalize on the popularity of Batman. <clears throat> and Sam Raimi kind of pitched them this idea, kind of pulpy, because he wanted to do or they wanted to do something like The Shadow. But Alec Baldwin was out there fucking that up. So they couldn't Right, do for that. everybody forever, apparently. Everybody forever, Yes. 
So anyway, he does he does Darkman, which Liam is a scientist who's working on like prosthetics or, or skin treatment, skin grafts, right? Uh, fake skin grafts, but they only last like ninety minutes unless you protect them from sunlight, and then they kind of last. Something about sunlight will cause it to break. It down. decays. Yes, that's decays. what I recall that. And uh, you've got the guy who played Lenny in. Uh, L.A. Law. Mary Drake, yes. Mary Drake playing yes, Benny. Lenny. Ben, Benny, Benny. You kept, you, Benny, yeah, you kept expecting him to go into the Benny character, and instead he's sort of like a badass he's gangster a sadist, guy. didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's chopping people's fingers off with the cigar chopper and stuff like that. Um, but um, when you read about it, it's like he had like a two-hour cut. The studio cut it down to like 80 minutes. He went in and recut it to like 120 minutes, which would explain why there's some parts of it that are real choppy and they're very Sam Raimi, you know, just kind of cheesy sort of gel effects, you know, and, and mm -hmm. you know, the camera spins and stuff like that. Um, pulpy, kind of fun. Music by Danny Elfman, where he basically just pilfered his Batman soundtrack. Note for note. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. Paid twice if you can. Pretty much. All right. So, so that's, that gets us through the 11th day of Liam. Now, for day 12, I have to ask, why two? Because I've already seen the first one. Okay. All right. And I was I very curious. The one I've actually seen. Was who did he leave alive to, 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 to cause Taken 2 to happen? Because as you know, in the first one, he killed everything with a pulse. Oh man, you hung up on us. Oh no, 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 no. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Okay. This is too bad because I want to tell you about who the bad guy is because he's like the bad guy in everything that needs a suave Russian type of bad guy. I don't know the guy's name, but he, he, uh, He's got the, the the beard, the white flowing hair. He was the bad guy in part of John Wick. He was the bad guy in The Saint. Um, he was the bad guy, like I said, whenever they need a generic uh, Russian, Eastern European bad guy. And uh, until Bruce comes back to read the IMDb database description, it's basically Liam in killing everybody killed this guy's son so he's sworn revenge so he has now found liam neeson and his family in istanbul and he kidnaps them and they get away and liam kills everybody and you're back with no sound no sound Nope, nope, nope. Nope, no sound. Oh, there we go. Let's yeah. try that. Can you hear me now? How about now? Hey, yeah. look you there. There we go. Okay, so sorry about that. I'm going to get the Wi-Fi fixed before next time. So, um... That's okay. You, you were curious... You were curious about who he left alive from the first one. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
And so what we come to find out is that it's actually the father of one of the people he killed who's coming to get revenge on him. That's why I was suggesting it should be taken to taken aback. Um, <laughs> and it was played by the guy who always plays a generic Russian Eastern European bad guy. He's got the beard. He's got the white flowing hair or gray flowing hair. Okay. <clears throat> he was the I bad see. guy in The Saint. He was the bad guy in John Wick. We talked about the Baba Yaga. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Uh, I see. Uh, Uncle Rico was in it. And oh, Vanka Jensen. Yes. One of, my, one of my favorites. And then I see uh, Luke Grimes, now of Yellowstone fame, also in it. Yep. Uh, and it was, uh, you know, just mindless. It, it was one of those where it was just so kind of listless in spots that you're like, uh, uh, I, he's, he's going to kill everybody. So what do we This get? is when you realize. This is when he realized they would pay him to make this movie every year. Was this one? I think so. Taken Taken was kind of a, a left field hit. Mm-hmm. And they said, We'll do it again. We'll pay you more. And he said, Okay. All right. All right. Because <laughs> I've got a special set of skills. And it's just. <laughs> so, all right. Well, overall, um, how traumatized are you? Or, as you said earlier, how were you abused? Uh, not traumatized, not abused, but you do realize that um, movie star is just a job. You know, there's really nothing special about what these guys do. And, and you know, if you're an actor, you act and you get paid to make movies or films or do plays and stuff. And I think nothing but slogging through the 12 days of Liam um basically says yeah you know the man just looking for a paycheck yeah yeah and there's a lot of guys like that because i the other day i downloaded this app called seen it where you can like you know check off movies and tv shows that you've seen Mm -hmm. and i got into that same vortex with like going through john cusack's movie history since uh since his last resurgence or john travolta or nicholas cage and it's just like there's a there's a name rubric where they spin two wheels and it's you know under a radar or I mean it's just like they're all there's like 17 words in some combination and and you know the same movie poster with a different guy's face on it and it's just you know what I appreciate I applaud them for continuing to work because they don't have yeah, to yeah. some of them some of them some probably don't have to but so then my, my wife goes so so then as I finished up the last day of Liam, Liam I come upstairs and my wife is watching a Gerard Butler movie he's another go, one there and I said there we go there's my 12 days of Gerard and I may just do this from time to time is just sit down and watch a series of movies starring like the same it. actor and I go because here's the beauty of Gerard Butler I can do Olympus has fallen bad romantic comedy uh London has fallen. Bad romantic comedy. <laughs> uh, plane. This year's entry uh, that is called Just Plane. Okay. There I saw a commercial for it last night. <laughs> it's coming so, yeah. out in a couple of weeks. Plane so crashes. Think- He's the heroic pilot, and uh, Luke Cage is the. Uh, it looks like Con Air. Luke Cage <laughs> is the guy in handcuffs that he has to undo to help him fight off the insurgents in the jungles where he crashed his plane. Yeah. Plane coming to a theater near you. So there we go. So I, I do want to do the 12 days of Gerard and then just do 
action feature romantic comedy. That's action an feature. awesome idea. That's an romantic awesome comedy. idea. And then just kind of go, and then end with Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, just to see how, you know, the ups and downs of how they tried to turn him into a rom-com star. <laughs> uh, 300 to... 300. You maybe start with 300 and end with Phantom. There you go. There we go. That's this a nice book is in. Sparta! <laughs> and then romantic comedy with... Uh, the, the music the girl of from... <laughs> the romantic comedy with Catherine Heigl. Then oh, yeah. Jack has fallen. Well, and then there's, a, there's obviously a romantic comedy with Jennifer Aniston. I remember that. Bounty Put Hunter, that one in I, there, believe. Yes, I believe. Yes, yes. So I'll just kind of mix them up like that. I like and it. And then I thought, what other ones could I do? Which would be maybe more out there. You could do Nick Cage, but that feels like a that's, cheat. So do that's that's obvious. Twelve days of Jerry Bruckheimer. <laughs> Ooh. Ah. Twelve days of Bay. Twelve days of Oh. God, that's fantastic. I like the way that one sounds. It's twelve days of Bay. <laughs> twelve days. You you know who you could you know who would be a good candidate for it, and it seems obvious, but there's enough variety. Twelve mm. days of Samuel L. Jackson. Because there's a lot of crap there's amongst the really good stuff. Mm -hmm. Amongst the really good stuff, there's some shit. Some oh, shit yeah. sandwiches. Snakes on a plane. Uh, Formula 43. Kingsman. Yes. Oh, that one was bad. It was. <coughs> <laughs> We've both seen it, though, so that'll tell you something. <laughs> 12 All days right. of a bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of these 12 days, motherfucker. Is a bay twelve days, and I thought well, you could do the twelve days of Cusack. Yeah, and, there's and a I, lot I follow of him on Instagram or Twitter, so it's like just spam him. I want to do twelve days of your movies. What do you recommend? Oh, but it has to be post high fidelity. Yes, <laughs> yes. So then the one where he's Edgar Allan Poe, the oh, one where he's yeah. in the haunted hotel there, room. There are some really really bad ones though, like way downstream, like. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. I'm gonna look because I, I was shocked by some of the. Hold on. I'm looking. I'm, I've got that app I told you about. Seen it. Mm -hmm. Link in the bio coming up. Let's see. Cusack. So looking at his recent filmography, there's River Runs Red, Blood Money, Arsenal. Oh, the one where he finds the money off the back of the truck. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah that yeah. one's yeah. that's pre high fidelity. Yeah. That we need to go all the way back to eh, a better off dead. Better off dead. Or one, one crazy, crazy summer. summer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the sure thing. Rob Reiner's first feature film. Oh, there we go. There we, we go. Can, well, I can do John Cusack with you. I'll I'll okay. do that one. We'll do that. Um, one. <laughs> maybe. So, um, all right. Um, well, I wasn't quite as ambitious with my viewing. I was very okay. pretty pretty straightforward. I watched Glass Onion. <laughs> Yeah, we saw Which that one too. I thought it was better than the first one. Oh, you did? I did. I didn't. Th I didn't think it was as good as the first. Both enjoyable. I didn't think it was as. I good. enjoyed the first one. <laughs> Never really understood the hype. That I didn't think okay. it was great. Okay. I enjoyed it. I thought this one was more. I liked that it was a locked room mystery on a on a billionaire's island. I thought that mm -hmm. was a clever touch. Um, and I, I think I just liked. Maybe like some of the characters better if that's possible because they were all such okay. scumbags. I don't know. I thought Batista was awesome as Joe Rogan. 
Um, and <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I mean, you were like, I was going, okay, so that's who that's supposed to be. And I, I, I think I'm in the minority, but I enjoyed that one more than the first one. So, anyway. okay. But I liked it. And we watched Bullet Train. Have you seen that one? Bullet Train's fun. Bullet it, Train's it's, fun. It's, uh, it's Die Hard, Smoking Aces, Quentin Tarantino, uh, Speed, all rolled into one. So you could do the 12 Days of Guy, Guy Ritchie. Good. And then at the end of it, you'll be doing, you'll be talking in jump shots and, <laughs> or jump cuts <laughs> and an indiscernible indis- okay. English Scottish brogue, you know? Like 12 Days of Snyder. <laughs> um. <laughs> I thought about uh, doing the 12 Days of Elfman, which could very easily be the 12 Days of Tim Burton. Right. To be careful with that one. Uh, that one yeah, you got to look and mix that one up. That one, yeah, that one you just got to take some planning. <laughs> yeah, you can't just go top 12 because that's going to be a lot of Tim Burton. You're a right. A lot of Tim Burton. And then and then we started watching, finally, Only Murders in the Building, which I was hesitant because I'm still not sure how I feel about these Steve Martin, Martin Short, hetero life mate pairing that's suddenly become the thing. But I'm really enjoying that show a lot. I like halfway the first through. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I've, I've done a couple of episodes and I had a hard time kind of staying in it. It takes a little, it takes a little time, um, but it's worth trying again. Um, we're halfway through the second season okay. and uh, once it starts rolling, it's really, really strong. And um, there's some, every once in a while I'll go, well, there's a Martin Short moment because it, it'll, it'll take you right out of it because you'll do something so completely Martin Shorty. That, yeah, look, you know, it's Ed Grimley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's one episode I won't give too much away where you get some some classic Steve Martin physical comedy, and I was very excited by that. Um, and so that's really good. Uh, Selena Gomez is, is actually holds her own, and she'd do much better if she just opened her mouth and enunciate. That's all I have to say about that. Maybe that's just her her character. Well, some of it, but I some of it is just her. She's good somebody's pulling your strings hey um um well yeah okay and we don't want to talk about zardos (laughs) (laughs) i forgot to write it down but it was it was on my list yes yes Uh, did you find it to watch okay hold on let's press it let's set this up so uh new year's day i saw a meme it was Sean Connery in the infamous and i'm gonna make this the cover picture by the way um the uh the infamous uh red diaper costume from the movie zardoz which um, and, the, and the, the cross piece is not like suspenders it's supposed to be a bandolier yes but it looks <laughs> like like a like a bungee cord um, <laughs> before like those it. existed i think um uh, and it, he's got it, a yeah. black beard and like a waist length pigtail uh-huh. and and it said reminded the the meme reminded folks that that movie which was shot in the 70s takes place in 2023 80s. Is it 80s? 84. What? No. Oh, way. it gets better. It gets better. Hold on, hold on. And the meme reminded people that the, that movie was set in 2023. So prepare, prepare to start dressing in this manner. Go. And you John have never Borman. seen Zardoz. John Borman wrote and directed it. What? Yes. John hold Borman on. did it. That's Excalibur, Deliverance. Uh yeah, it's seventy-four. It it's seventy-four. Okay, seventy-four. Anyway, there was no way that was eighty-four. <laughs> no, it's the graphics look like Xanadu. Um, 
but but it, it, it's, it's a hard watch. I call. I mean, it's one. Of the, I think I've seen it twice. Just when it was like you know the late movie. Back it when is we were a hard watch. Up. And Burt Reynolds is. was supposed to be in it as Zed. <laughs> and as I posted to you, Burt Burt dodged a bullet. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a hard follow up to Deliverance. Here, put on a red diaper. Um, if you've not a, seen Zardoz, um, you can rent it on Prime. You can rent it. That's how I found it. <laughs> oh, and, did you, and you watched it. And I made myself watch it. And it just in spots was so, I, I you know. Yeah. From the opening thing where, like, they've got, like, this, the 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 little bouncing ball and it's the guy who's like giving the sort of uh, court jester kind of abbreviated and I am Arthur and I am an immortal and maybe and he's got like a painted on mustache and a painted on chin thing and he's like I went to a magician and a god and this is my and you're like oh I have made a horrible horrible mistake <laughs> see <laughs> and then they got I, the I, can, head. I can excuse my <laughs> and then there's the twist at the end which we won't give away but um the twist that the title represents <laughs> yeah but I mean there's one part where there's a I mean it's just it hurts it, you know the it is gun good is movie. good and you're like okay the penis is bad I'm sorry. Did I hear that correctly? <laughs> the penis is bad. And it was, and in the moment, the thing said it. And I said out loud to myself in an empty room, he didn't just say that. And then the dialogue repeated. I didn't like hit the rewind <laughs> button. It just. They had a point to make. <laughs> penis is bad, which leads to a scene later where it, it's like, uh, uh, oh God. Um, the time machine like hg wells because you have mm -hmm. you have the what eloy what the hell eloy. are they called eloy eloy. yeah the beautiful people and then you had the the scum suckers, the morlocks. morlocks not the ones from the x-men contest no. no they didn't the, have any hot one-eyed chicks in leather vests no 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 <laughs> even drawn by john ramita jr Still a hot chick in a leather vest. Hot one-eyed punk rock chick. Yep. Living in the sewers of New York with her mutant. I hope my children never. I hope my boys never similar that character because they might both propose. Um, that is squarely <laughs> in their wheelhouse right now. Um, so, so you've yeah, you've got that society, and then you've got Zed introduced into it as sort of the savage, and because they're immortal, they've lost interest one of the most bizarre scenes which you got to kind of wonder because you had the penis is bad and then this other thing it's like what the fuck's up with borman this is wrong this is really <laughs> wrong they have it where all the scientists of the eloy which not what they're called it's okay um, today we are studying the erection because they <laughs> It's been a they, long time since I saw the movie. I'm going to be honest with you. This is the trauma for you is fresh. <laughs> it was so awful. And that was the thing. And you're like, going, again, empty room. He didn't, she, she didn't know. I mean, I must have drifted off. I didn't hear that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and no, there's a graphic of the penis and how it becomes erect and how they, they because they've, they're immortal and don't procreate, they've just, lost that loving feeling I hate when she does that goose uh -huh. <laughs> but
but they've got scenes where like they're in a mere funhouse and the people are doing that crazy like oh look that's the weird people dance you know and it's it's like bad modern dance you know from the 70s so it's even worse from the 70s yeah it's like mum and shots from the old muppet shows those guys with the puppet heads and they yes. <coughs> post-it notes with they draw the expressions on yes and they come around, bounce around like frogs and shit yes we're having a Zardos moment. <laughs> Everybody do the Zardos. <laughs> I'm just grateful that I've never seen anyone cosplaying as that character at a, at a con. Oh my God. You have to doesn't have. Doesn't he have like fun. thigh high? It's been so long since I've seen. He's got oh, like yeah, the yeah, red diaper like with thigh boots. high leather boots on, doesn't he? Yeah. Yes. Okay. With the red diaper and the pigtail. Yeah. I'm, gotta have I'm some sure real... someone has done it. But you've got to have some serious positive body image to pull that off because you have to walk around in that for like days. And and that's the thing. I'm watching it going, Jesus, he was on a movie set for weeks dressed <laughs> like this. <laughs> yeah, that happened. <laughs> it's just so bad. So, so very bad. And that was... It was right after he finished being Bond, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because that. Well, here's what happened: we watched a thing on the music of Bond. Okay. And yeah, it did talk about how he kind of like thought he would be, you know, kind of typecast. So after he was done, when he went back for Diamonds Are Forever, he negotiated this deal where he would do a couple more Bond picks. I think he only did Diamonds Are Forever. <laughs> But the studio would then allow him to do these other projects so he wouldn't be typecast as Bond. And for whatever reason, Zardos is one that he picked. So yeah. that's why you have agents, kids. <laughs> I really yeah. want to work with uh, with John Borderman. Did Excalibur. Yeah, 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 he hadn't parade. done Excalibur yet, though. That was no, 80. he hadn't. That's between Deliverance and Zardos. Had he done it? Hold on. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I'm on the wrong. I'm going to say that, that Excalibur was 80s. Excalibur was 80. I remember that. And I, I do sure. think Liam's in Excalibur. He is. I mentioned that. It was one of the ones I gave you. <laughs> That's right. Which uh, is maybe how I ended up at Zardos. I don't remember. <laughs> no, you ended up at Zardos after my meme the other day. Oh, okay. Um, That's all my fault. <laughs> yeah. So oh, Deliverance was 72. Okay. Zardos was 74. Then he did Exorcist 2, a universally panned movie. So he's yeah. like one, one for three there. And then he did okay. Excalibur. So, so now yeah. we're back to batting 500. Yeah. And then I didn't go any further because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was, it's a trip. It's a, it is a trip. It is of an era. Yes. Where they thought this wiggly dance thing was, you know, yeah, that this, Oh, look, that's mind bending. And maybe if you dropped a bunch of acid and watched that, it would totally kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good movie, but it's a great <laughs> meme. <laughs> and it'd be an even awesome, awesomest, you know, cosplay. Oh. Somebody who's quite hairy. Uh, but not and confident awesome. in themselves. Hairy and confident and jacked. Yeah, you got to have that Sean Connery on Swagger. Celebrity Jeopardy energy to do that, man. I'm... <laughs> and by the way, they should have had him show up for the, in that outfit at least once on that sketch. 
They could have done it where Norm McDonald's uh, against his Burt Reynolds since of that <laughs> they connection. They both done it. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Look at that. Bunch of mankinis. <laughs> it's funny stuff. Funny stuff. So it's a big hat. <laughs> turd Ferguson. I just took a turd Ferguson in my diaper. <laughs> Hey, do you have anything on your desk? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm actually at near the desk. One of my Christmas presents. I have the matching piece, the Infinity Gauntlet. And to go with it nice. is the Iron Man um, Nano Gauntlet. Wow. By How long did that take? Not long. It's not very. I mean, it's only this big. So <laughs> Okay articulated it is yeah the fingers are articulated of course i have a whole bunch of lego toys up here that have articulated hands <laughs> you walk down the stairs in the basement and there's like five toys flipping you off <laughs> so you really don't want visitors is what you're telling everyone uh, yeah we have a we bought this poster in duluth minnesota you betcha you betcha no there's a guy who has like a old-fashioned uh press and so he does mm -hmm. like prints oh cool and he's got like archaic words, and he's got one called the Growlery. And it's like a place where you can go and be grumpy. And so nice. that's hanging. You come down the stairs, boom, you see the Growlery. You then turn to your right, and there's like all these toys doing this. <laughs> Please tell me you've got a Thunder Shaman because he was good for flipping people off. Oh, I, you know, I have those parts incorporated into somebody else. I don't know where he's at. <laughs> he's got those big monkey hands that are. Good for that. Yep. So, yes, that would be the cool stuff on the shelf. How about well, you? Well, here's mine. You Duff might recognize this. <laughs> Duff the Rose, the American Pop, baby. Uh, I sent that to you. And then I opened that box up. I'm like, oh, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen it at my house. Because I opened up the box and I looked at that and went, he got me the Laura. I started laughing my ass off. And Laura goes, why are you laughing? I said, because that's the Dusty Rhodes pop, I guarantee you. <laughs> so so for Christmas, Steve sent me the Dusty Rhodes pop, and I sent Steve the Dusty Rhodes pop. So it's the the dream of the Magi, baby. <laughs> and the funnier part is this. I actually, I, when I bought yours, I bought two, because what I want to do is take the other one out and 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 take the change the polka dot paint job to a more NWA paint job. And it wouldn't be oh. that hard to do. You just, I'm going to give it like a, some paint pins. I'm just going to be perfect. Because I've got a, an NWA title belt from one of my old toys. I want to oh, put nice. on him. Uh, nice, and, nice, maybe, nice. and maybe scuff up his forehead a little bit. Yeah. So, <laughs> Get a drum out and just carve it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just kind of scuff it up and then put some red paint on it. I don't know. But uh, hot yeah. Times, hot times. Hot time for the American dream, baby. By the way, <laughs> wearing the Dusty Rose shirt tonight. Um, I saw that, yes. <laughs> it says, I believe it says the American Dream on the back. But anyway, the my wife's least favorite of all the least favorite t-shirts. This one. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, man. So I like the 12 Days of Liam. That was quality content, my friend. I appreciate you biting that bullet for all of us. It, it did get, when I got into nonstop and commuter, I, it just was like, I, I just watched this movie. It's the same goddamn film. 
Like, only oh. the torture was different. Whatever it was, it's not and not not, <laughs> not the George torture, torture, but but whatever made him a tortured soul. So it was you know being fired from the police. No, he wasn't fired from the police force. He quit the police force because he wanted he to be safe with the booze. He did not have trouble with the booze in commuter. Uh, he did it to get a job that had more security and wouldn't put him at danger on the streets. So to live the safe life, the other one was the booze, you know, where the other like 11 drinking. were the booze. <laughs> At least 10 of the 12 were booze. And then one was cigars. I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> 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 One of the things I loved about that movie was they kept the uh, gunfire aesthetic from the TV show. Nobody ever yes. died. No, exactly. And then full, of course, full automatic weapons, and nobody ever gets shot. No, there's an explosion, and people flip around in the air. But no, you're right; they don't get shot. They don't get blown away. Um, oh crap! I had something, but I totally forgot. It was about drinking or something. I don't know. It was about Liam drinking guns. <laughs> Leave drinking guns. <laughs> oh, damn it. We froze again. Uh, one of us froze. I don't know who. Come back, Shane. Come back. There, there we go. go. Okay. I was doing come back, Shane. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, so I think. Oh, the day drink whiskey was. Like that one? Trebuchet, as they say. <laughs> They being you, they being me, and mostly to annoy my daughter. Yeah, no, that is good stuff, and they uh, make that here locally. So, if you ever good. come visit, we'll go to the distillery, mm -hmm. or I'll just keep sending me bottles. I can do that too. It makes me feel like the bandit. <laughs> so, what I'll be little Um we had, bad. <laughs> we had a guy at work who changed his mind on something and I made uh -huh. the joke. I go, oh yeah, which one of the ghosts do you think got to him last night? <laughs> <laughs> and so the, I, so my wife and I were having this discussion about whether it was three ghosts or four ghosts. And I said, well, Marley doesn't count. He, he's, I go, well, but I was, <clears throat> I was going to argue for three to, for till the end of time, just because. Sure. Because you're married. Because me, exactly. You do those things because I'm not giving in. <laughs> you gotta pick some hills sometime. I am fully willing to die on the fourth ghost hill. <laughs> fourth ghost hill. What's that a Where, WB show? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Everyone is sexy and dead. It's a love story about zombies. Four ghost hill. Oh my god. Yes. A bunch of young people who are just kind of pretty. <laughs> In a generic yeah. WB kind of way. Mm -hmm. that, yeah, exactly. In that Lots generic, of you know. Paula Cole music. Yeah. Oh, the music swells. Must be important. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so I'm trying to argue for the fourth okay. ghost. And I was like, well, he's a haint. <laughs> and they were like... <laughs> <laughs> Which then brought up the topic of how many different types of ghosts are there. And so, yes, I was like, he's a hate. And, you know, Kristen very cleverly said, he ain't a hate. 
<laughs> she goes, that's not even real. And I go, Wikipedia is false. my dad. False. <laughs> I go, he's a haint. There's there, then, where, the, the family cemetery in Mississippi has haints. Uh, they've been seen. Haints are a so thing. Marley is a haint. That, I'll kill, me, okay, I'll give you Marley a haint. I can get with that. So we were arguing that back and forth. And I was, Spectre. I went with Spectre, Spook. Poltergeist, Spook. Spook would be good. If you use it, you got to be careful how you use it, but yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we talked about uh, uh, Wraith. Oh, good and one. I, I, I did the, 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 the circle game, or tried to do it with Kristen. And I go, she goes, so, like, babe goes, what's it's one of those things you use to clean up the yard? And my wife goes, I think you mean rake. I go, no, that's a bounder. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter goes, what? I go, maybe a cad. <laughs> no, they make eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So uh, that ended because my my daughter's boyfriend is in there. And he kind of, I mean, he's even said, he goes, your, your jokes, I, I don't catch them all. <laughs> How is Holden? <laughs> oh, I broke him. Are you, you broke him. Uh, broke yeah. you. You stopped moving. When I said, how's Holden? It went dead. No, Holden's fine. Okay. Yeah, my video is weird because I notice when I move, like when you move, you move smooth, but I'm like. That's right, baby. I've got I've got the blur motion on, like how you're supposed to watch 1080 films, according to Tom Cruise, so that <laughs> the motion is more smooth. You're, you're very Zardoz now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that right. Hey! <laughs> I, mean, I can't cover you up. Um, oh my god! Yes. Uh, all right. I think that might be where we stop tonight. <laughs> the impromptu strip tease kind of kind of closes it out. <laughs> oh yes. Zard. Yeah. No, you're right. It's a good place to. Stop. I, I was kind of funny. It was one of these little tent, the hints came up that so we're supposed to say hi to everybody in case people are tuning in late to the stream. Oh, hey, in uh, case you're tuning in late, tuning in done. late to the stream, we're done. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> I to all of our friends in up. France, Trebuchet, amigos. <laughs> I put up all the socials during the course of the show. You can see our own personal socials there um, on uh, below our faces, and uh, the website's working again. Congratulations to that. That? No, congratulations what the hell does that even you. mean? Congratulations to me. You should see me in there pulling out my, oh, I don't have any hair. Never mind. You should see me trying to figure out how to fix that the other night at my kitchen table. It was not pretty. <laughs> um, but I did figure it out. So, um, And by the next time, I'll have this fucking mesh issue figured out so we won't have any more drops. I'm so annoyed by that. I'm not going to lie. Oh, all right. Well, that's the end of episode 54, which I believe we're going to be calling So How Are You Abused? Um, or, <laughs> or the 12 days of Liam, probably a better title, but, um, <laughs> the 12 days of Liam, how were you abused? <laughs> well, as I discovered, some of our titles get too long for, for optimization. Ah. So I'm going to have to start being a little tighter with those, but that's okay. That's a, that's a me problem. So we should be back again around the 18th for episode 55 until then I'm still Bruce. I'm still Steve. And for 55, we should do some tribute to Sammy Hagar. Okay, we can do that. Actually, not, we have a Sammy I, Hagar. No, no, we have a Sammy Hagar story we can tell. We do, or I'll do? tell it, and you'll. We do. I'll tell it, and you'll try to remember it. Is what will happen. 
Okay, that'll work. (laughs) All right. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh, man.